Hi, and welcome to another episode of Can't Stop the Growth. I'm your host, Chad Peterman, and today we are gonna take a look at some audio from our Future Leaders Series meeting here at Peterman, where we take a dive into part two of this discussion, where I'm talking about leadership and, and coming from a place of understanding when it comes to leading individuals who all come from different backgrounds and all have different conditioning. In this second part, I'll talk a little bit more about inspiring change within ourselves to ultimately inspire that in others. And then I'll also get in towards the end of managing people and not the process and how we can delineate between the two concepts when it comes to inspiring our people. I'll also share my, my kind of newfound definition for leadership uh, that I've come up with while I was preparing this particular talk, um, which I think is cool in the fact of understanding what it is we are called to do as leaders. So without further ado, we'll jump into the audio. Hope you enjoy. You know, we talked about conditioning. I think the the other piece of that is really understanding, do the people we lead, do they know what change looks like? Or are they just thinking that change is something different? Do we paint that picture of what that would look like if we tried it this way? Maybe. Maybe not. I think some of the fear in changing is we don't know what doing something different looks like. We've always done things a certain way. You know, I was talking with uh, uh, Steve yesterday, and uh, we were talking about people, and you know, God, we just uh, the one thing that kept coming up was. You know, how do, how, do we get, how do we get this person to see that? How do we get them to understand it? And as I was preparing this morning, I was, I was thinking back over that, and I was like, you know, I, I think the, the key is we have to paint a very vivid picture of what change looks like for them. The reason they're not changing is they're okay with the way things are now. Well, what does that really look like when we make that change. As we were doing this exercise on, um, on Wednesday uh, with, with Jack, uh, one of the questions, he was teaching us how to ask questions and, and things of that nature, and, and one of the questions that hit me and, and really struck me was the question of, what does that look like should that happen? And I was like, you know what, that makes a whole lot of sense. Like, I've got to be able to see it before I'm ever going to take that first step into what, what does that look like? You know, I was having a similar conversation with, with Todd uh, a day or so ago, and we were like, we need a tool to show them what does that look like? What's that look like over the course of a year for you? What's that look like if you make these small changes rather than saying, hey, I think you need to work on that, and you need to work on that, and you need to work on that. What's that change look like? What does working on those things look like for that person? How do they feel? How would you feel if you made that change and things went just like they should? 
because oftentimes we can probably all agree that sometimes guys head out on a job with the worst intentions possible. This job is doomed from the beginning. Well, what do you think is going to happen? Has anyone ever been wrong? We're going to literally turn every corner looking for something to go wrong. Oop, dropped my bucket. Nope, that fell off. Nope, this is terrible. That's conditioning. How do we break through? Well, we break through by visualizing of what that looks like if it did go perfect. And then at every turn, when something goes wrong, guess what we're doing? Smiling. Well, <laughs> well not going to hold me down today. We're going to make this thing go. And yeah, there are days, you know, not everything's lollipops. There's going to be days that stuff sucks. Okay. Well, at the end of the day, you know, is it really, really that bad? Really hold us back that far? But there again, that's all in how do we condition ourselves to handle situations. And the same thing goes for leadership. How do we condition our people? Because you as a leader are conditioning. You're setting that conditioning path. There's conditioning in the past, but you are conditioning forward. You know, uh, during the training too, he, uh, Jack uh, mentioned a quote, uh, and, and I was reading through his book uh, this week too, and, and saw, the, saw the same quote. So it's, this is the third time now that, well, probably more than that, that I'm seeing it, but um, it was by Michelangelo. And he said, I saw the angel in the marble and carved until I set him free. To me, that points to while everyone has their conditioning, and his big point is everyone's just fine. There's nothing wrong with anybody that we have. We have a perfect group. We're all a little bit different. All think about things a little bit differently. All have different roles within the company. But we're all just fine. And so when you look at it like that, from a leadership perspective, it becomes a whole lot easier to inspire as opposed to just simply manage. Manage comes from a perspective of, well, that guy, he doesn't know what the hell's going on. This guy, gee, many Christmas. What, what's going on here? Uh, well, let me you know, come up with some stuff and try to get him heading on the right direction. Or we can look at it and sit down with people and have a conversation. Tell me a little bit about your background. Where are you coming from? What's going on? Can I help with anything? Is there anything that you feel like is holding you back? You ever feel like you've been held back in the past? Tell me a little bit about that. What do you feel you're really good at? What do you feel you need work on? All of these questions start to uncover their conditioning, start to uncover what may hold them back moving forward. They start to guide your conditioning 
Well, you may have to condition this person a little bit differently than this person over here. This person may like to be patted on the back, maybe like to told that, hey, you, got a, you did a good, great job, which is perfectly fine. That's all right. Everyone is okay. You know the the one thing that um, that I, I found in, uh, in in Jack's book that just really struck me, and I was like, "Oh my!" Never really thought about that. So, when someone has to change, there's a number of steps that take place within that person. One, they have to recognize that this may benefit them. Two, they've got to understand that it's, it's going to be a little bit different. And then three, and what he points out, is there's a grieving process. Because for anybody to change, you have to come to the, to the notion that what you were doing in the past maybe wasn't the best way. No one wants to say they're wrong. No one wants to say that, oh shoot, there's a better way to do this. Oh shoot, I've been doing this for a long time. I've been doing this for 20, 30 years. We're not gonna change. And so as leaders, to me, one thing I'm gonna focus on here moving forward is understanding that people need time to grieve on that change. And as leaders, we can help them through this process. How do we help them? Well, we help them through questioning. What are you feeling? How's that make you feel? What scares you about this? If you could do it differently, how would you do it? All of these questions start to uncover. And they not only uncover, they allow that person to grieve. It's okay. This is part of life. We've all done things differently. We've all figured out that something we've been doing for a while just, eh, just didn't work all that well. Or this way could work a hell of a lot better. And so as we ask those questions, as we really dive in to that questioning, that's when we start to chip away at that sculpture. That's when we start to uncover what's holding them back, and they start to discover it as well. And they start to want to move forward. They begin to lead themselves. Because once you start asking questions about one thing, it ultimately leads to asking questions about others. Well, that change wasn't so bad. What else you got? And that, to me, is when you get the ultimate buy-in. That's when you get from people what you're trying to inspire. You know, I mentioned that I came up with a um, <clears throat> came up with a uh, kind of new definition of of leadership that I like. Um, 
here as I, as I kind of pieced all of these pieces that, that I've spoke about this morning together. Um, the sentence that I came up with was, true leadership is to inspire people to think differently so that they can constantly change in an effort to grow. I don't care if you like it. I, I really dig it right now. Uh, so um, I'm going to put that up on a wall or something like that. I felt very prophetic when I said it uh, this morning. I was like, yeah, you know, I feel pretty good about myself. That was pretty sweet. Um, but so if you see me walking around on my high horse today, please don't knock me down. I'm really, really on this one. Uh, really enjoy it. I like it. Um, and so uh, to unpack it a little bit, uh, we've talked a lot about kind of inspiring people this morning, um, getting them to think differently. And I think the key piece in there is, you know, understanding that to inspire people just takes the will to inspire. I want to inspire these people. And when you set your actions towards that, people begin to see that. They begin to understand that that is your true mission, is to inspire them, not tell them what to do. None of us want to be told what to do. But we all, I would imagine we'd all raise our hands and say, I'd love to be inspired today. We can all think back to that feeling of someone inspiring us or watching a movie or uh, seeing something happen or seeing a YouTube video that's like, you know, kind of makes you well up. Like, oh my God, like, that's awesome. Well, you can be that as a leader too. But it takes time and you're going to have to allow time for those people to be inspired. It didn't happen like today. It's not going to happen. Fairly confident in that. Uh, it may not be next week may not be next month, next year. But the key is anything worthwhile takes time. And that is why I love what we do here and why we operate the way we do. Because as I've spoken before, in my mind, this is a long game. This business is a long game, and it has to be in order to inspire people. If we're just about getting to, you know, three years from now, five years from now, 10, 20 years from now, we wouldn't be able to inspire people because everyone's going to take a little bit more time. And to me, managing to an end Hell, inspiring people every day sounds like a whole hell of a lot more fun than managing things. Sounds mundane. I want to do that. I'd rather come in and try to inspire people. Try to do good. Try to pat someone on the back. Say hey. Say good morning. How you doing? What's going on? It's the easy things. But they all add up. They all add up in our quest to be better leaders. They all add up in our quest to create a great company. Because a great company is not one that, that hits numbers 
achieves goals, wins awards, that's not a great company. A great company is a company that inspires people to do better. A great company is full of people inspiring each other. That's where the fun is. Sounds like a better place to come to work. So as we work daily, how can we inspire others? Regardless of position, how do we inspire others? You know, if you're a lead installer, how do you inspire your apprentice? Or do you just tell them what to do? You can inspire them in the very same way. Ask them questions. How would you do that? What do you think we should do next? That's when they begin to take ownership. If you really want to develop the guy that you're working with, if you really want to develop your team, allow them to figure it out. Stop telling people what to do and inspire them to do it on their own. Now it will take time. They will need guidance. It's not to say we don't need any rules. We've got to have rules. Keep everybody on the tracks. Now, the way that I look at it, I think I wrote this somewhere this week, surely. Uh, you know, process and rules keep us on the track. Leadership moves us down the track, if that analogy makes sense. I think a lot in train tracks, I don't know why. Um, but to me, that makes sense. You know, everyone is always, you know, mistakes and different stuff like that happen, wrong turns, different things like that. But the process, if we follow the process, we'll stay on the tracks. But ultimately, that leadership is what's going to move us down, going to keep us going. We all have a part in this. This is not a well, manager's lead and everyone else follows. The fun part is we all lead ourselves. We all start inspiring each other. This thing becomes really, really fun. You know, I talk a lot in the all company meeting about helping people. You think that's a form of inspiration? Showing that person you care enough to reach out and help? I'd say so. There again, I, I say it over and over, and, and I, I, I think that it is extremely, extremely powerful to reach out and help somebody, to allow them to discover for themselves what change looks like and how that can positively impact their life. It's a lot of fun. I see it every single day. I told Alan in my office yesterday, you can ask him if you think I'm lying. Um, I said, you know, Christy and I went and 
set this budget a couple weeks ago uh, in Minneapolis and for next year to have our plan. But I'll tell you, every conversation that I've heard here over the last however many weeks I've been back, I, I, I have no idea where this thing could go simply by the conversations that are happening. And all of those conversations surround people leading and not managing. Coming up with great ideas, wanting to make it better. Hey, I think if we do this, it'll create this. Great, let's do it. And all of these things are a result of people inspiring others. Someone inspired somebody to come up with, to want to take ownership of a new idea. I mean, who knows who that was? And the thing that we have to come to the realization is inspiration, providing it, the reward is that the reward potentially is out there. But true leadership is, is selfless. It's understanding that I'm going to lead this person, I'm going to help them, and there's, there, may, there may not be a return. We're hopeful for a return. We're hopeful that they want to buy in. But you can't lead by holding back. You can't help by holding back. You ever tried to hold back something? Didn't, didn't work real good if you're trying to get your message across. Just put it out there. It's all right. It's all right to help somebody and not be reciprocated. It's all right. Because guess what? You reaching out to help somebody, someone else was probably watching. Someone else was probably looking at the steps that you took to help that person even though they didn't, you know, acknowledge it, say thank you, whatever it may be. That's all right. Don't get down on yourself. Don't stop helping because someone didn't acknowledge it. it goes back to conditioning some people may not be ready to accept that help that's all right we got to try a little bit harder with them and if you keep pushing especially on those tough ones they'll come through because as I said it's a whole hell of a lot more fun to be inspired than to take orders So as I finish up here today, the thing that I, I really want you guys to take is that, um, and, and this was better said uh, by Thad, he said this, uh, we were having dinner uh, on Wednesday night, and he said, you know, greatness is a journey. That really stuck with me. Greatness is a journey. So is leadership, really. It's a journey. There's no end to this, much like there's no end to parenting. There's no end to a marriage. You're always working on it. There's no, hey, let's be really cordial to each other and take each other out to dinner so that we can reach this goal. It's a relationship. You know, we're not parenting in order to reach a goal and then like, we won. Leadership's the same way. We're not leading people to get to a goal and then we say we won and then we go find something different. 
Leadership is how we live our lives. It's every day. So when we walk out of here, how are we leading? The word sounds intimidating. So does inspiration. They're very achievable. Put your actions in the right place. Reach out. Inspire people to think differently. And they'll start to grow. I've seen it. I see it every day. If you need an example, look around. There's people that are inspired. They may not know it, but they've changed. They've done things differently. They do things differently. They're teaching others to do things differently. It's happening around you. Be part of it. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. You don't have to be great at it. You just gotta try. You gotta try to be inspiring. Simple. The good thing about being inspiring is there's no scorecard either. There's no like, you're really good at it and you're not. It's just everybody's trying to help one another. Everybody's trying to help someone else discover what could make them better. Mm -hmm.